Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Monday. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who's ahead of our life and to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church and to Lady Paulette Murchison and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newsom. We thank and praise God for what God is yet doing for all of us and you on today. I uh, just wanted to uh, share with you, we had a great weekend on this weekend, and we hope that you had a marvelous uh, praise and worship service as well, as we uh, magnify the God of our salvation. Uh, truly, uh, the men's conference, the Men of Valor conference were um, a great success, and we thank and praise God for all of the men uh, and women that came out to support uh, Pentecostal Power, National Pentecostal Power Churches Incorporated. And so uh, just give a shout out to all the people of God on the behalf of our presider, uh, Bishop Dr. Charles Bennett and uh, First Lady Mother Bennett, uh, 
they want to also uh, extend a great heartfelt thank you to all the people of God for supporting uh, the men's conference. And to all of the men, uh, whether you be part of our organization or not, we thank you for your support and uh, your prayers, whether it be by just you viewing us on live stream or whether it be by you actually physically coming by to be a part of us. And uh, we want to give a heartfelt thank you to all of you. Uh, so we want to uh, go ahead and uh, acknowledge those that may need prayer on today because we do have uh, <clears throat> to cover today and just want to share with the people of God that uh, our National Women's Conference is coming up uh, in Carruthersville, Missouri in uh, several weeks from now. Uh, so we, uh, we're we moving quite fastly uh, up on um, some more events that are coming. So prepare your hearts for that. Uh, but we do want to uh, pray uh, for all of our, our leaders and those that are in leadership, those that are sick, those in the hospital, those behind prison walls, uh, those that are in Turkey and uh, various parts of, of the world that needs the prayers of the righteous. Let us pray uh, for the saints of God and the people of God as well, the center man and the center woman, center boy, center, center child, or uh, that person uh, that's in humanity, that's in sin. Let us pray that God will save and that God will uh, let his word be uh, manifested to their lives, that they may have an understanding of the scriptures and they will in turn hear the word of God, believe, repent, and then be baptized in Jesus' name, that the Lord may fill them with the Holy Ghost. But we are here today to pray, saints, for all of our mothers, our deacons, uh, those of you that are requesting prayer. Uh, we're going to pray for Sister, uh, I believe, uh, Sister Toy Lynn. She wanted prayer. Uh, let's continue to pray for our speakers. Bishop Prather, uh, Sr., let us continue to pray for Pastor Evans. Let us continue to pray for all of those uh, that are in leadership. Remember our district elders, uh, Dr. Raymond Johnson, let us pray for him. And the new Mount Olive family, let us pr pray for District Elder Tyrone Turner and the new, uh, the True Holiness family, as well as the new Mount Olive family. And let us pray uh, for all of the district elders and pastors throughout our organization, said organization. And uh, let us just continue to pray for those that have loved ones that are ill and that are sick, our bishop. And Mother Bullock, let us continue to pray for them, that God will continue to keep their hearts encouraged and God will strengthen them as well. Bishop and Mother Young, let us continue to pray for them. Uh, Elder Gerald Green, uh, Pastor Hill, and all of those in Minneapolis, the church there, uh, all of the churches in our said district, let us pray for them. And saints, let us pray one for another. All right. And uh, we want to go ahead and get right into the word of God today, but we want to uh, definitely pray for our local church, our saints that are there, our young people, as well as uh, the saints that are there. Let us continue to pray uh, that God will continue to uh, bless the people of God to have a cohesiveness, that we will be uh, in unity and that there be no division among us, but that we would strive to walk in perfect unity. All right. And continue to remember Mother Heron. Mother Flowers, uh, Mother Tiny, uh, uh, Mother Lillian Sykes. Let us continue to pray for Mother Man, uh, the Doss family, Mother Doss and uh, Deacon Fred Doss and all of the saints uh, that are requesting prayer. Our Aunt Betty, uh, Mother Walton. Uh, let us continue to pray uh, for them that the Lord will continue to touch and strengthen them and keep their hearts encouraged, all right? And let us pray for all of our precious mothers. Remember Deacon Thomas and uh, Mother Thomas, as well as our good friends, uh, a doctor, uh, well, I'm not going to say doctor, but Elder Charles Jones, and let us pray for Sister Rosie, all right? Okay, as well as Bishop and Mother Wallace, and uh, let's remember in prayer, uh, Bishop and Mother Tompkins, amen? All right, let's pray for them, as well as all of the 
saints uh, here in this city, in the city of Milwaukee, the apostolic pastors. Let us pray for them as well. All right. Remember our good friend, uh, Bishop Weatherspoon and the uh, Dominion Church of God. Let us continue to pray for them. That God bless them as well. So we're going to go uh, before the Lord. Let's go before strong grace. Continue to pray for Brother Newsom and Sister Newsom uh, and our family. Okay. Let us go before strong eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we thank you today. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you right now, God, for allowing us to be, oh, God, in your presence one more time. And as we pray, God, look on, oh, God, the requests and the petitions that, oh, God, we have, oh, God, laid before you today. We ask, oh, God, to, oh, God, that you would, oh, God, intercede on our behalf and bless those on our behalf, God, that, oh, God, we're asking you to bless asking you to heal, asking you to deliver, and, oh, God, asking you, oh, God, to bless on our behalf, oh, God. Touch those families right now as we pray, God. You will strengthen their hearts, encourage the pastors and the leaders, and, oh, God, those, oh, God, that are laboring, and, oh, God, in kingdom work, oh, God, that we continue to work while it is day. Help us, God, because the night come, no man can work, and we pray. Lord God, that you continue to open our understanding to the scriptures. Help us right now, God, as, oh God, your humble servant. Help us today, God, that you would give us understanding of the scriptures through the Holy Spirit, that we might, oh God, share a word of edification unto the body of Christ. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, and we give you praise. Look on, oh God, our good friend, Bishop Mark Jones, as well as Bishop Stone and their wives, oh God, and their churches. We pray right now, God, that you would touch them in a special way, God, in every church in the National Pentecostal Power Church Organization. Oh, God, for we know you're not a respect or a person, Lord God. Oh, God, in all churches, God, throughout the land, we pray, God, that you would, oh, God, send a manifestation, oh, God, oh, God, of your, oh, God, word to them that they, oh, God, would teach, oh, God, the apostles teaching. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise, and we thank you for it right now. Hallelujah. We decree and declare it to be done by faith. In Jesus' name, we pray to the glory of God. And we thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank God. Ah, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So we are thankful to the Lord uh, for the prayer that's been prayed. And we uh Hope that you will continue to touch and agree with us on the things that we're praying for, that God will continue to uh, help every believer that will come to Christ and uh, want to get understanding about the word of God. Okay, so now we're going to go ahead and get into our lesson plan today. Uh, on Friday, we were unled uh, by the Spirit. And uh, we'll get our sidebar there by starting out saying, you know, we talked about uh, several things about being led by the spirit. You know, uh, the Holy Ghost is the only thing. And I think uh, those that were on uh, social media responded back to me. Thank you for those of you that responded back and definitely share with us uh, only by the Holy Ghost. Are we identified? as uh the people of god because scripture says clearly in romans uh chapter eight and i believe seven eight and nine somewhere in there uh well we actually go there we're going to go to romans eight and uh we're going to actually go there because uh we have to identify uh there there's a lot of scriptures that shows that we identify with the people of god but spirit is the number one uh, but Jesus talked about love. That's another way that we identify with God. Uh, also, uh, through humility, uh, uh, through the spirit, through baptism. Uh, uh, there's many ways that we identify, but the main the main ingredient is the spirit. <clears throat> and so we want to make sure that we have the Holy Ghost because he says here, uh, in Romans uh, 8 and 7, he says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, 
He says here, uh, for it is not subject to the law of God and neither indeed can be. So if you're in the old man, there's already a separation between you and God because when we uh, repent, which is symbolic to death, when we get baptized in water, it's symbolic to being buried. And when we receive the Holy Ghost, it's symbolic to resurrection. It is resurrection. I put it to you. Uh, scripture deals with we are resurrected as Christ was resurrected. And until we die, uh, you know, until we die from the carnal things, the spirit uh, will not and cannot give life because uh, the old man must be crucified. All right. The old man must be crucified. So we we don't want to just talk about that, but I'm, I just need to. Uh, deal with the led by the spirit for a minute because we it jumps over to walk by faith in our next uh, series here. And we want to go by layers to let you see that no one can walk by faith, you know, uh, except we go through the process of dying out to the old person. All right. So let's take a look here. He says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Plainly said in the scripture. If you're having issues pleasing God, then you can point to the flesh. Don't try to blame nobody else. Look at yourself and say, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. Hmm? When Brad Newsom get upset, when Brad Newsom uh, 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 feel frustrated or whatever, I can't blame nobody else. Praise God. Hmm? And so we can't we can't do like Adam and Eve and play the blame game. We must own uh, our own deficiencies and our own uh, neglect, our own sin, hmm? our own. Uh, deeds. We must accept our own works. Hmm? And so we can't put it on nobody else. Uh, they made me do it. You know, sometimes we'll say they made me mad. Well, did you allow them hmm, to get you in a place? Huh? Meaning that they had control. And so we must make sure that the Holy Ghost has the control. And when, when the Holy Ghost has the button, the devil can beat on the button all day long, but it's been disconnected, praise God. And so we got to make sure we disconnect from the flesh because the enemy, that his job is to push our buttons, praise God. All right. And so this is why we must be totally dead, praise God, to sin. So we can please God. He said, but you're not in the flesh. He's talking to the Roman church, to the new believers, new converts. He says, but you're not in the flesh. Hmm. You're not in the flesh, he says, but in the spirit. And he encourages them and he says, if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. People lay claim and prof profess. Hmm? But we got to make sure that we possess what we profess. Praise God. Hmm? He says, and if Christ be in you. Mm -hmm. Or if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you, mm -hmm. the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Mm -hmm. This is how we know that we are alive, praise God, unto God, mm -hmm. because of righteousness. Mm -hmm. And you cannot do right with a do wrong mind hmm? the mind must all oh, be changed hmm? but if verse number 11 i'm in romans 8 and 11 <clears throat> i'm in romans 8 and 
uh, 11. It says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelling in you. So we can go back to Romans 8 and 9. And then we're going to jump over to led by the spirit. Let's look at Romans 8 and 9. I want you to uh, stay with me here. He says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. And if so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Huh? He said, now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ. We can profess that we are Christ's. Hmm? We can say I'm God's property. But who we submit ourselves to, that's who we become servants of. Whether they be servants unto sin, unto unrighteousness, or whether they be servants unto God, unto righteousness. Hmm? So we can't put Christ's name in front of it and it be connected to sin. Because we know Christ was sinless and he died for sins. Not for us to be in our sins. All right. And so anytime we put Christ in the front and we know that we not right. Hmm. And our character, uh, and our makeup, then in our conversation, then it points to who we're serving. I want to make sure I make this clear. Who we submit ourselves to, that's who we become servants of. And so it's very important that if any man have not the spirit of Christ, doesn't matter how much time, how many times you attend a church service or do spiritual things. If you don't have the spirit of Christ, you're none of his. And I can give you an example. Dealing with Cornelius. Cornelius gave alms, but he uh, did not have the Holy Ghost. But he gave alms so much so that it came up as a memorial unto God. And God had showed a vision unto Peter while he was on the rooftop and uh spoke to him in a vision to let him know that there was a man that he need to go down to commit cornelius house so his house could be preached to so he could be preached to and his house could be preached to and he would in turn uh be converted and be filled with the holy ghost it's very important that we uh listen to the spirit and it's very important that we follow the spirit of God. This is this is how we know, uh, you know, as the rubber meet the road, you know, the nuts and bolts of everything. Uh, we can say, well, I belong to God. But Jesus said, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say. And so, uh, you know, obedience, faith and obedience go together. They work hand in hand. And so that's why when the spirit is there. It's subject. Oh, glory be to God. And our late presiding James Lane, I'll never forget the words, the most powerful words he have taught me. If you cannot be subject, you cannot be saved. What are you saying, Elder Newsom? If we claim to have the spirit of Christ and cannot be subject to the word that that is Christ, then we don't belong to God. Praise God. And I thank God for him giving me that nugget. And he taught it many years before everybody. But I don't know if they grabbed it, but I grabbed it. Praise God. And they probably did. But I'm saying to the viewpoint of we can say all we want to. I belong to God. Hmm? But it's going to show up in our everyday life conversation, character. Hmm? If we don't have humility, it's going to show up. So now we're going to jump over to walking by faith. Uh, we're going to we're going to go to walking by faith. Uh, and, and here's uh, something I want to say here. As we walk by faith, uh, we got to follow his word. 
and his plan as it relates to salvation. We got to follow God's word and his plan for you. So if we're going to follow his word and his plan for us, then we must be subject. Praise God. Let's take a look here. We're going to go to, uh, we're going to go to a couple scriptures here, but I, I thank for uh, Bishop Weatherspoon and some others that had responded as it relates to uh, not only walking by faith, but led by the Spirit. But we're going to go to uh, uh, 2 Corinthians. Let's see. Yeah, I think I want 2 Corinthians. We can go to 2 Corinthians. If you go there with us, please. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I'm talking about walking by faith. Second Corinthians chapter five. And we're going to go to. Uh, uh, verse number six. All right. I'm going to second Corinthians five and six. You know, we. We talk about eternity, you know, uh, but Jesus says to the disciples, I go to prepare a place for you. All of those that identify with God, he's making prepar he's made preparation for you to be where he is. This is very important that we look at this because if we do not understand uh we're going to shed off this uh morality that we're in because he says in in the book uh several um the the, the first corinthians and the second corinthians he talks about uh paul alludes to that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god and so we got to know this world is not our home we're pilgrims passing through here. We cannot be so connected to anything hmm, that it will stop our uh, journey of being translated or transformed from a fleshly body to an immortal body as it has pleased God. And so it's very important that Christians and believers uh, may face trials, tribulation, pain, hurt, sickness, and disease. And some loved ones may even deeply hurt us. Hmm? But if we believe in Jesus Christ, we have hope in Christ and confidence that eternal life is with Christ. Hmm? I know we can't be so in love. Uh, oh, glory be to God. And I know it's, 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 it's flesh grieves flesh, but we can't be so in love with something that's going to perish that we miss out on eternity. Hmm? What are you saying, Ella Newsom? You know, we can't love mother, father, sister, or brother more than we love God. Hmm? And I know I love my brothers and sisters, and uh, I certainly love my parents, praise God. And I love the saints. But as it relates to holiness and righteousness, we can't be so attached to nothing that it severs our relationship with God. Hmm? It's very important. And I'm not, you know, I want to make sure because some people teach, okay, you know, don't have nothing to do with this person. Don't have nothing to do with that person. We're supposed to be a light to our unsaved family. We're supposed to love our unsaved loved ones. We're supposed to uh, uh, spend time with them and be a light for them. Praise God. Hmm? But I won't let you know you don't become all things to win them. Hmm? 
Because when they get to drinking and smoking at the family reunion, it's time for me to go. Praise God. Oops. I'll see y'all later. Praise God. Mm, we love you. Until next time, God bless you. But the thing is, we got to stay strength and enough virtue and enough power and love from God to show them the love of God. But I'm not going to sit there and open up no Budweiser and start drinking with you. Praise God. That's foolishness. I'm not going to pull out no pack of, oh, glory be to God. No pack of, oh, Lord have mercy. You know, I'm not going to pull out no pack of cools and go to smoking no cools with you. Praise God. I'm saved. And I'm certainly not going to drink no beer and wine with you. Praise God. The only wine I'm going to have is during communion. And that's going to be in a little small cup. Praise God. Hmm? But I'm not thinking to go through these gyrations to prove that I love you. Because we should show them the love of God. Praise God. We should demonstrate before them how much we love God. Hmm? And because God loved us, we have love for people and for humanity. Praise God. But we should let nothing separate us from the love of God. Praise God. Hmm? Paul said, who shall separate us? That's not where I want to go, though. But we're walking by faith. And as we walk by faith, we got to understand that uh, eternity is the destination. Uh, it's where we're headed. We only can get to that place by faith. You're not going to get anywhere with God unless it's by faith or through faith. We're going to go here. Uh, we got to be faithful in our service to God. Hmm? Eternal life is a free gift. And it's on the basis of grace only. It's not a works, but it's through faith. And it's the gift of God. Praise God. Just like salvation is. It's, it's by faith, you know, all oh, glory be to God. And it's the gift of God, not of works, less than any man should boast. And so it's very important that it's through faith that the heavens were framed. All oh, glory be to God. And so we need to understand walking by faith is foundational to the Christian walk, uh, to the believer's faith. Uh, all Christians must give account hmm, of how they have lived. This is why people, people talk about the great white throne of judgment. The saints ain't going to be at the great white throne of judgment, but there's still going to be judgments passed out for the works that we have done. Praise God. Hmm? And so we must give an account. None of us is just going to skate through here without having any accountability. Praise God. Look at this. Uh, Romans 10. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Romans 10 in a minute, but we're going to jump over here. He says here, therefore, we are also confident. Uh, we're always confident. I'm sorry. Moving a little too fast here. Uh, I'm in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse number 6. He says, therefore, we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. We're not in heaven yet. That's what this scripture breaking down does. You're not in heaven yet. We're not, we're not in that destination place that Jesus says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. We're not there yet. He calls us to sit together in heavenly places, but we're not in heaven yet. Mm? We can experience mm, the peace. Mm? Uh, we can experience, you know, uh, the happiness, the atmosphere of joy, peace, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost in the atmosphere right here in this earthly realm. But as it relates to our body, we're not in that heavenly place yet. He's caused us to sit there. Hmm? 
uh, in Christ Jesus, through the Holy Ghost, we're in a heavenly place. Uh, and I'd like to try to break it down in a way that we can understand. Only through the Spirit, it is obtained. And without the Spirit uh, in us, we're not uh, partakers of that heavenly place. This is why uh, when we receive his divine nature, we escape the corruption through lust that's in our flesh, praise God. This is the only way we can escape the corruption. Oh, glory be to God, is if we walk in the spirit. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. The only way we can escape the corruption, the old you, the only way you're going to escape the old you is you got to strive to walk in the Holy Ghost. Otherwise, that old person that used to, oh, glory be to God. You all glory to God. That old person you used to be. Mm -hmm. When a person backslide, oh, glory be to God. They become worse because they, they go back to that old person and then seven more, more wicked than himself joins in also with that person's spirit. And the, the last state of that man is worse than the first. And so this is why we don't play with this. But it's very important that we understand that while we are uh, at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. And he says in verse number seven, Corinthians five and seven, he says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. How are you walking? I'm taking my time this today. How are you walking? Hmm? Are you walking by faith? Hmm? Are you walking by what you see? Because when we walk by what we see, uh, we can get discouraged. When we, if we look at what's going on in the world we live in, we will get discouraged. But when we look at the word, when we look at the Holy Writ, when we look at the promises of God, we ought to get joy. We ought to get strength. Oh, glory be to God. We ought to get affirmation and confirmation that he that shall come will come and he will not tarry all oh, glory be to god and i encourage the saints today to tell you to wait on him glory if you don't hear if you don't understand nothing else about this bible class today just wait on him glory hallelujah because god is not a man that he should lie and keep walking by faith my friend all oh, glory be to god hmm no matter who quit and who go back. Oh, glory be to God. I'm going to keep walking on the king's highway. Hmm? Because I want to let you know. It's very important. That we have faith. Eternal life. Is free. Each of us. Can receive it. Because God's gracious gift hmm? of salvation does not free us from the requirement of faith and obedience. Hmm? Just because you save and fill with the Holy Ghost, you just can't do what you want to do. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? I have a pastor that I have to be subject to. I can't just do what I want to do because I got the Holy Ghost. Hmm? And we must teach this principle to our younger generation as well as those that have been saved a long time. There's no seniority over here. No matter how old you is, you can be older than a pastor. Hmm? We still got to be subject to the man of God. Hmm? This, this is what I was taught and this is what I believe. Hmm? And we need to understand these things. He told, uh, he told, um, uh, he told one of the prophets in 1 Samuel 15, 22. He said, it's better to hearken. Hmm? You know, it's better to hearken than to disobey. 
And we're in a time now where people are disobedient, not only to the leaders, but they're disobedient to God's word. And there is no way that I can receive a in, in all glory be to God out of disobedience. Hmm? Disobedience always produces sin. Obedience always produces faith, righteousness, and life. All glory be to God. The Bible says in Romans 6 and 23, for the wages of sin is death. Disobedience placed Adam and Eve out of fellowship with God. Hmm? I'm trying to get you somewhere. I'm trying to let you see the contrast here. But obedience, righteousness, and faith produces life. And I want to let you know here today, we need to understand these principles. We walk by faith and not by sight. Hmm? God's gift of salvation, do not release us huh? from the requirements of faith and obedience. This is, this is important because without faith, it is impossible to please him. Hmm? For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I'm getting my final scripture and we're going to let you go. But I thought I would encourage you today. We're going to go to Romans 10. Go with me to Romans 10 and uh, we're going to jump over to. Uh, uh, we're going to we're going to jump over to. Uh, 10. Uh, let's go to 10 and. Uh, 13. Well, let's, well, we, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, yeah, we're gonna go up to, uh, Romans 10 and 12. Let's go to Romans 10 and 12. I got to get all of this. So I'm teaching, uh, this aspect. And so we need to take a look at these Romans 10 and 12. He says here, uh, in Romans, uh, 10 and 12, we want to go there, uh, real quick and take a look here. Let's take a look at Romans uh, 10 and 12. All right, so let's take a look. All right, as we go to Romans 10 and 12, go with me. We're going to let you go. All right, if you're there, uh, we're going to jump back on it. Romans 10 and 12. He says here, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord is over all, is rich unto all that call upon him. The requirement is faith. Walking by faith. The requirement is faith. No difference about background, ethnicity. Hmm? Culture. Hmm? It doesn't make a difference. What location, geographical location? It's by faith. And he says, all that call upon him. Here's the tragic mistake. That people all over the world, when they read Romans 10, 10 and 13, make. They forget the who, what, when, and where, and the why. The what, what audience is he talking to? He's talking to the Jews here. He's talking to the Jews here in the Roman church. There were Jews in the Roman church. Well, let's take a look. He says here, for whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you go back to Ezekiel, you will see, oh, glory be to God. If you go back to Ezekiel, 
you'll see uh, that there's going to be a battle that's going to happen. And uh, the remnant that call on the name of the Lord going to be saved. Now, this is not to say that this does not apply to the church. But this does not apply to someone that don't have faith. Because, oh, glory be to God. Let me explain what I mean by this. Because it goes down farther to explain. In Romans 14, he says, 10 and 14, he says, how shall they call upon him in whom they have not believed? You see this? The apostle explains this. How shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how should they believe in him but whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Hmm? And he goes farther to explain how uh, beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring good tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. Notice in this teaching today, I talked about faith and obedience. He says right here, the evidence points to it, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, who had believed our report? Salvationists through faith. Hmm? Not of works is the gift of God, less than any man should boast. So then they, oh, glory be to God. So then faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. People say they want an increase of faith. Listen to me. We said we want an increase of faith. And uh, it's really an oxymoron. I want an increase of faith, but how do I attain faith? Uh, it says faith come by hearing. How much word are you hearing hmm? versus gossip? This is to the people of God. How much word are you hearing over gossip? Faith come by hearing. Some of us, we won't hear all the gory details of everything, but we won't want to hear the gospel. Praise God. I want to hear more of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to hear more preaching and teaching, sound preaching and teaching that comes from the word of God, that comes from the Holy Scriptures than to hear about all the recent, you know, things that have transpired. Should I not be concerned about the things that are going around me? Yes, I should be. But if we're going to get through this life, we must have an increase of faith. And so then faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Your hearing can't even be fixed if you won't hear the word. Some of us, we dull of hearing because we, oh, glory be to God, because it takes the word of God to help our hearing. Oh, glory be to God. Now, this was manifested to me by God through the scripture. It takes the word of God to open up our spiritual ears. I can take you to Luke 24 and explain it to you. Jesus taught the disciples many times, many things, many principles. But when you get down to Luke 24 and 45 through 49, it says, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Glory. And he said, thus, oh, glory be to God. Thus it behoove Christ to suffer and to be raised the third day. And that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name, beginning at Jerusalem. Do you know the manifestation of their hearing was not opened up until the day of Pentecost? Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
Because when they got down there in, the, in that Russian mighty wind, oh, there was a sound from heaven. Glory. And they heard it. Oh, are you hearing the sound? Oh, glory be to God. If I would preach today, are you hearing the sound? Glory. Because there's going to be another sound as it relates to the church. The trumpet going to sound. But are you hearing the trumpet right now? Glory. I got to go. I got to get out of here. But if we would hear the sound, hmm? faith come by hearing, uh, uh, hearing by the word of God, the word of God helps our hearing. All glory to God. And we are not disciplined enough to have faith and obedience to God's word. And Isaiah talks about them being dull of hearing, being blind. They, uh, they got eyes and can't see and got ears and can't hear. This is in Isaiah. I, I don't want to go there, but I got to stay on course here because I'm going to run over time. But it's in Isaiah. But I want to let you know it's the word that, co that conditions our hearing. And this is why the pastors know and the leaders know when people don't want to sit under the word, they got a hearing problem. Oh, glory to God. God revealed this to me through the Holy Ghost. You got a hearing problem when you won't sit under the word. Ain't the pastor problem. It's your problem that you won't hear what, the, what God has given the pastor. Oh, glory be to God. That's your problem. Talking about the pastor always talking about the same thing. I know. I hear some of them whispering and this, that, and that. When he going to get off of that? He going to get off of it when you start listening. Glory. I got to go. Let me get out of here. He going to move to something else when you start hearing the voice of God. Glory. Because faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we keep saying, Lord, I need more faith. Lord, increase my faith. Well, come to Bible class. Glory to God. Come to Sunday school. Attend your daily, weekly services, and I guarantee you, your faith will be increased. Glory. Let me get out of here. I got to go. I will trust God's word, and I will follow his plan. How am I going to follow his plan without the scriptures? Hmm? Jesus said, believe on me, as the scripture has said. And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. We receive the Holy Ghost by faith. Don't nobody teach us tongues. We don't tell the new converts or the new believers that they receive the Holy Ghost just because they get stammering lips. Praise God. This is foolishness. Hmm? When you become born again, you will speak for yourself. And I was told, if you spoke at home, you'll speak again, praise God. Hmm? Because this was not done in a corner. But I want to let you know here today. I got to get out of here. But I, we must take the message of salvation to others. Hmm? So they can respond to the good news by faith. Hmm? When they hear it and receive it, they will respond. Is God calling you? I got a few things I need to finish up today. Is God calling you? Hmm? What part are you? What part are you taking in your church? What part are you take or playing in your church or in your community? Hmm? Are you sharing the good news? With those on your job, those in your community, those who you interact with, hmm? can you think of a person, whether it be a he or a she, can you think of an individual that needs to hear the gospel? Hmm? Can you think of anybody that needs to be saved outside of yourself? Hmm? then we need to take a step as soon as possible. We're running out of time.
we need to take steps as soon as possible to let them know that Jesus saves. Hmm? And we got to let them know that Jesus loves them just the way they are. But if they come to him, they will not stay the way they are. Praise God. Hmm? That's one of the biggest things that people grapple with is when I get ready to go to the church, uh, and the first thing people will say to me is I don't have a suit. I don't have, you know, I don't have all this and that. And and we got to be uh, compassionate enough as a people of God to take away that excuse and say, hey, you know what? I got something in my closet I can help you out with. Or just come the way you are, and when you show up, I'll make sure I have something for you. Praise God. Hmm? Because somebody had to have compassion on us. Somebody had to pray for us. Somebody helped us get started. And so we cannot forget uh, how God has helped us and grown us and caused us to walk by faith. And so it's very important that we help others along as they grow in the grace of God. So these are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. Uh, I pretty much am uh, gonna stop here at this point and we're gonna have uh, uh, a real good one. Uh, well, all of these are good and they're great because they're a word of God, but we have one that's very, very um, distinct. We're gonna talk about on Wednesday, we're gonna talk about holiness. We're gonna talk about the word H-O-L-I-N-E-S-S holiness all right we're going to talk about holiness and uh i know everybody you know uses this word very uh loosely like they do the word love but holiness uh has to deal with uh who uh god is in his character mm? and who god is holistically praise god mm? It's not just uh, a term or a word we use, but this is who God is in his nature, in his character, hmm? holistically, the very being hmm? of God is holy. Hmm? Even his presence is holy. This is why Moses had to take off his shoes, but we're going to get we're going to get down into it on Wednesday. We're going to talk about holiness. Hmm? And uh, that's a word that people uh, shy away from in this 21st century. They shy away from the word holiness. But we're going to talk about it on Wednesday. And we want you to come back with us and join us here on the Faith in God and that TV broadcast. And so I want to thank you all for joining us today uh, and being with us during this time. And so uh, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, uh, uh, with the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to say uh, God bless you to all of you, and thank you for joining us today. And uh, we hope that we said something. Um, we hope that we said something to encourage you today, and continue to pray for us. We pray for you uh, again. We love you with the love of the Lord, and thanks for joining today. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom, with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time. God bless you in Jesus' name.